Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, we're back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve's not here. He took the day off. Brittany's here, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, girl. I'm just having the best time ever, you guys. So are we. I mean, who? Steve who? Right? (laughs) Steve Scram. No, we love Steve. I actually sincerely adore him, so I just like to talk crap. I know. You're very competitive. I'll never, ever want to compete with Steve's fandom. Um, So if you hear this, you're like a fan of Steve's, know that like, I'm with you. We stand together. Yes. We're all one. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, Steve will be back on Monday, unless he gets into some kind of weird... Accident or something. I'm just kidding. I am going to be fully accountable for this whole weekend now. Somebody give me a live cam. I cannot have that on my hand. Unless there's some unfortunate event. No. No. No, No, he'll be back. Okay, here's the deal. Um, The Oscars are going to be in person, and they're not going to allow anyone to come in via Zoom. They're a month away, Mm -hmm. and the Academy is telling nominees that if they're not comfortable attending the ceremony, in person well tough luck um they will not be allowed to zoom in the producers sent out an email that details their plan for a quote carefree intimate in-person event at union station in los angeles and then they went on to say that we are going to great lengths to provide a safe and enjoyable evening for all of you as well as for all of the millions of film fans around the world and they feel like a virtual thing would diminish those efforts. How did you like the Grammys? Do you think they did I think that? they did a pretty good job. Me too, absolutely. Yeah. I think they're just noticing that. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I I kind of, I, I have mixed feelings. The Zoom thing's kind of fun because I like the errors. But I think a lot of people don't want to watch that anymore. I want I want things to run smoothly. Yeah. I don't want to have this choppy, fuzzy, technical issue on Zoom. I get it, but what about Jason Sudeikis in that tie-dye sweatshirt? That was pretty good. That was pretty good. And also, I've found that I like looking into people's homes. I do like that. That is fun. Yeah, what do you got on your shelf behind you there, buddy? What book is that? What is that? What's that? Because you know everything was purposeful. Yeah, yeah. Good point. I know, but can't we save that for other Zoom things like reunions? Yeah, yeah. Like I would watch a, and they do this like on Vanity Fair and Hollywood Reporter all the time where they have, you know, a discussion between female directors. Yeah. 
like do that kind of thing and yeah, yeah. do it on Zoom. I want to see my my ceremony. And they're not letting people people have to come dressed up. It's formal. And so if you won and you're not there, do they just say you won or can you send in a video? I wonder if they'll let them do that no, or I think you have to be there. And so oh, only people attending are the only people attending will be nominees, their guests, yeah. and then the presenters. And that's it. I mean, it seems like they could do that in a safe way, right? They don't even mention masks. Though, I was, that this, was going to yeah. be my question. I've heard you guys, so are they requiring them to wear a mask while they're in there? Or maybe have been vaccinated because you know they have access. Well, what's the dates? What is the date again? Um, It's a month from now. So okay, so April, April something. It could technically... Well, they even it's in L.A., right? So yeah. it could be outside anyways. That's true. Oh, yeah. Because they did that with the Grammys. Yeah, they had the indoor-outdoor thing. Mm. Yeah, which worked out really well. I uh, mean, and also, like, we're talking about enough people that could be tested. But I bet, I bet they'll wear masks, if not for anything, for show aspect. Because yeah. they're, they're not going to want to be bombarded with people upset about that. Totes. So, all right, here's like some, speaking of being upset. Mm. This really made me angry this morning. Maybe this story has been out there before. I had never heard it, but by now we're all aware of how gross some men in Hollywood are, right? Yeah. So maybe this is <laughs> not going to come, you know, come as a surprise to anybody, but. Have you all seen Basic Instinct? Yes. Mm-hmm. So we all know that scene where Sharon Stone cr- uncrosses and then recrosses her legs, yes. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she says she was tricked into removing her undergarments. What? Oh. And that's how that scene ended up there. She's got a new memoir, and it's called The Beauty of Living Twice. And she says someone on the set told her she had to take her hate this word, panties off because they were reflecting the light. And so then the audience would know she had them on. And she was assured that nothing would show up on camera as far as nudity goes. That's okay. Terrible. And also like, I like that scene. It's a weird power trick that like, obviously I can't use, but like, I wish I don't want to put bad things with that okay. scene. And I I feel bad for her and I that sucks. Okay, so I think she kind of feels a little bit the same way in retrospect. She okay, says, cool. She said the first time she saw the finished film was in a room full of agents and lawyers, most of whom had nothing to do with the project. Oh, that'd be terrible. Awkward. Yeah, and she said it was right there for everyone to see, almost like they were showing it to like, oh, oh yeah, look at this. Yeah. And after the screening, she said she went up to the director, Paul, uh, I don't know how to say his last name, Verhoeven. Nailed it. Thank you. Across <laughs> the face, she went up to him, slapped him across the face, stormed out, and called her lawyer. Really? That's actually a really cool move, too. Yeah. And he told her that what they did was not legal. And she ultimately decided to allow it in the movie because she said, actually, it was correct for the film and for the character and after all i did it so she left it but how infuriating oh, so to gross. be tricked into doing that that's so gross so gross and you know i feel like that does happen a lot is when you're in you know these creative settings 
And you're told, like, I mean, I we saw it play out in Keeping Up with the Kardashians when she posed for W Magazine, and they she did the silver paint, and they said they were going to put artwork over her, and they never did. And Kim freaked out. I don't know this story. I mean, that's, uh, yeah, that's it's on, you know, uh, one of the, I think, like, season, it's early season on Keeping okay. Up with the Kardashians, before she'd been more open about her body. And so I think that actually probably happens a lot as you're in the scene, and, then, you know, with a lot of things that you can do in post. Mm-hmm. And then... You're you're tricked. You're kind of bamboozled, and it's uh, that has to be one of the worst feelings ever. Absolutely. And if you say something, especially back then, you might be removed, right? Like, oh yeah. You know, for her to stand up, if she would have stood up for herself. I mean, she did slap somebody, so that's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah, and but, she did get a lawyer. But that was after the fact. The movie had been done, right? Like, if yeah. She, but in the, in the time, well, I guess she was tricked. So I was thinking, like, you know, they were. Yeah. yeah, I think it would just to feel like you were taken advantage of. Yeah, you're sitting there with egg on your face, like, okay, I'm so stupid. I, I mean, that's how I would feel. I'd be like, I'm an idiot. I'm but just an idiot. I hope she can look back with a lot kinder of eyes, or maybe more creative aspect, because. I am so happy that now she's saying, all right, I want that. You know, I like that scene because it's a cool scene. It is. It's a big bleep you. We can't. Yeah. yeah, To the guys. You know, like there's not a lot of cool. Like guys can kind of like do that thing where they like grab their or whatever. Like you do all these showcasing things. Women can't really do a lot. Right. And like, I'm not saying I want to do this, but like that's that's a cool. Yeah, it's powerful. Yeah. Yeah, And also pretty gross, but like that's cool, too. Yeah, super gross, actually. <laughs> Pretty gross, but powerful. I don't know. It's grossly powerful. It's, I mean, I wouldn't advise it. I would never do it, but it's cool, I guess. Yeah, it's totally. terrible. I'm so sorry. I do not endorse showing anything to anyone. <laughs> Covered from to head know. to toe. Good to know. All right, we got to go. When we come back, though, we've got a study. Um, oh, let's do this as a study today. Our Facebook question. What do you think gets better with age? Mm. Think on that and we'll uh, get to some of your answers when we come right back on my talk. Hey, Donna. Hey, what, Steve? I would like to talk with you about my underwear now. <sighs> all right, fine. You have to sit No eye contact. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, of course. Right, okay, right. I'm looking in the other direction. Here's the deal. The Chill Boys underwear that I'm wearing now, the boxer briefs that are made of bamboo, panda approved, are so stinking comfortable. And I know that you have some too. And go ahead, preach about it. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm wearing the bamboo boxers. Yes. And they're cool. I mean, like physically, temperature-wise, they're cool. Isn't it wild? You notice it. When you put it on your leg, you feel the coolness of the fabric, which is crazy to me. Without a doubt. They're also really soft. They're breathable. I know for you, they've got anti-chafing, which is a great thing. Women Uh love them too. You might not give them back to your guy if you buy them for him. That's the truth for women. They can just be like comfy around the house shorts or jammy shorts. And dudes, I'm telling you, I am telling you, you will try them on once. They will be the most comfortable pair of boxers or boxer briefs that you've ever put on. If you want more information, you want to order, you can easily go to chillboys.com. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Yeah! All right, welcome back. Friday edition of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve took the day off. That bum. I know. <laughs> but we got Brittany here. Yeah, you do. Woo-hoo. And I'm barely working. Yes. Don't say that out loud. 
people will figure out that this isn't really a job. I know. It's <laughs> shocking. That right. they, Cut yeah. her mic right now. Studies have shown that... Studies med- have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. So, we do a Facebook question every day. Steve and I get real competitive of uh, how many responses we get. Steve will ask a question like... What color is your hair? Yeah. Or what did you eat last night? And then we'll get thousands of responses. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, because everyone's got an answer. I like to get a little deeper, if you will. Mm. Mm. Today I asked, in your opinion, what gets better with age? And we got a whopping 18 comment. (laughs) (laughs) You sure showed him. You damn right. Turning 18 gets better. Um, What do you guys think gets better with age? Um, I think as I get older, and it's, I like this question because you can look at it a bajillion ways. Like you could say cheese, which I love. <laughs> that was my answer. <laughs> but I was like, I thought, you know, I like, I think is your um, softer eyes on yourself. Does that make sense? I think it's confidence being, yes, yeah, being nicer to yourself. Um, and I think that's my favorite thing about getting older is that I'm a little less self-critical. Not a lot, but a little. <laughs> I feel the same way. I would say that confidence is there's a there's a not giving a damn aspect yes. to getting older. Like, I don't really care what you think. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you care that I'm wearing this because yeah. it's what I'm going to wear and I don't I don't care. And and to play off of that, it's in <laughs> my is is the same aspect where I don't care about those things that I used to care about as a kid. Now I'm like, oh, that's a that's a well laid toilet right there. That's a good tile job. Like when I get some job done on my house and I'm like, oh yeah, you, know, you find appreciation and stuff that like when you're a kid you just walk right by it and be like, yeah. oh that's just a, a wall. But when that wall is put up and you look at it, you're like, oh that wall looks really nice. Oh yeah, you know like it, it's yes. those things that you get older that you just kind of find appreciation you, for. Yeah, you took for granted as a kid. Yeah. But when you take part in a project, you're like, yes, absolutely. I'm a grown up. Uh-huh. Um, some of the responses that we got were, um, <laughs> Jeff said, apparently Tom Brady. Yeah. That's good. That's True. good. Uh, life experiences, says Sandy. Tim says your bank account. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, another not given a hoot. Yeah, that's the best. Tom, good man. His answer, women. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's Tom. Tom. Nice yeah, job. Tom. Tom. Um, Sherry said, if I could pick any age to stay f- for the rest of my life, I would pick 55. Wow. Been there, done that. I, I get that. I would probably pick something in my 40s. That makes me so happy yes because the best is yet to come Britt. I, here's the thing i actually i've enjoyed my 30s more than my 20s hands down and to know that there's like more awesomeness makes mm-hmm. me pumped i really like this episode is brought to you by snapple welcome to the snapple market auditory experience close your eyes imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store you make your way to the back and reach for your favorite snapple flavor you can't wait you take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 40s. I'll tell you 40s what. 40s are good. So I panicked during uh, quarantine stuff, and so I um, started going. I started going back to college. And I got really because I was like, all right, you need a game plan behind your backup plan behind your backup plan. Yeah, that would be good. So I started going back to school and I had my first in-person class. We wear masks and it's all separated um, and it's theater class. And it's wild, you guys, the difference between like the 20 year olds and me, because every time they're I've. It's I don't care. I will ask every question. And I wasn't like that in my 20s. And I would have been so scared to ask, hey, when are we doing? What page are we on? (laughs) And now now I get why people hate old people. Because we go there. We're like, (laughs) I'm making the most of this. Yeah, I'm paying to be here. So I want to get my money's worth. Absolutely. Say that again. You're you're what you didn't. What's the assignment? Like, it's just and it's I love that. It's so (laughs) liberating to go in there and be like, I don't care. I'm going to do well. And I'm going to hear and I'm going to this and that. And I I love that. funny because when i started here and we'd have meetings with our boss yeah um the other two girls i could tell they were getting so irritated with me because i would ask for clarification on something i'd be like okay so when you say that do you mean and they'd be like donna geez and i'm like well i want to do it right why Mm -hmm. is that wrong so i love that you said that yeah Yeah. there's something to be said about i've been that way my whole life i'm the kid that everybody hated in class i always raised my hand i always can you can you repeat that last part like kids would look at me like oh grant's asking another question great like that was me i was not afraid to do that in my 20s even early 20s did you get good grades yes yeah okay that's and what gave you that confidence? Because I was like, if I talk, I'm going to die. I'll die. I Me mean, I'll too. sit there and sweat profusely through my sweatshirt. Maybe it was being an only <laughs> child. I like I didn't have someone there to like, kind of like make fun of me for doing something weird or, you know, like no brother or sister there. So yeah. I was never afraid to just say hello. Because like, you had no one that could, you know, make yeah. you feel dumb. Dumb, right? Yeah. So, I, you know, if we were out and about and we were meeting people, I'd be like, yeah, hey, I'm Grant. You know, this is me. And people are like, why are you so... And I'm like, well, I just never had anybody to tell me not to do that. You know, like, that's, that's weird. That's great. That's probably exactly it. How, yeah. Do you have siblings? And what oh, you, you do? You, oh, yeah. Me? Yeah. How many do you have? Yep. I have a brother and two sisters. Oh, and yeah. the sister's real supportive. The brother real supportive. But growing up, he'd oh, be yeah. the one to be like, you're fat. Oh, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, like. That must be hey, it. Hey, have more fatty. Yeah. And you, you know? learn that if you're going to say something. It's got to be worth saying. Right, right. because you're scared oh, of yeah. what's on the other side of it. Oh, yeah. I would just let it out there. As you know, Donna, sometimes I probably shouldn't say no, something. No, <laughs> no. Always say it. Always. Oh, I love that you're going back to school. What, Brittany, do you do uh, aside from going to school when you're not here and helping us out? So I started doing a lot of, um, actually worked with Twyla. Uh, she started her oh, own yeah, uh, Matrix Media, and I did a lot of editing for her. Um, I also, with some lovely men, we started a video cast studio. But when things in quarantine hit, it was like I had to bow out. There was just not, the, the role kind of quit rolling. So they're still yeah. doing that, and they're lovely and great. But I was like, all right. So I, I just got, I think a lot of people felt like this is that like, I didn't know where, what, 
when what was going to happen. Right. And right. So, no, it's scary time. And so I was like, all right, we got to make. So I met with uh, luckily because of the military, they've got a lot of resources. I met with a bunch of career counselors and we decided I'm going back to school. Oh, good. What branch of the military, by the way? Um, I was in the Army. Army what? National Guard. Awesome. Yeah. You're a badass. Isn't she? Yes. Just love her. Thank you for your service, by the oh, way. Stop. Oh, I'm gonna, stop. You guys are going to embarrass me. <laughs> right. She's red. All right. We're going to come back with, um, oh, gosh, the Sharon Osbourne drama. There's Ooh. more, oh, gosh, disturbing news surrounding Army Hammer. We'll get to all of that coming up next on My Talk 1071. If you're a parent like me, you understand how hard it can be to work out at home. That's why you will love going to the Y. They have group exercise classes, and it's safe and clean with limited admittance, hand sanitizer everywhere, and well-spaced equipment. And you can even earn a free month if you join by March 31st. So just go to ymcanorth.org. We're good. <laughs> Shout out to Steve. Derp. Um, have you, Brittany, been following the Sharon Osbourne um, story? Yeah. I mean, with Cheryl Underwood. Yeah. I, I Yes, I have. It's 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 rough. I You know, I kind of feel bad because you go to work, you're doing this show, you're just having a conversation with your friend and co-host. Yeah. And then all this drama starts because of a disagreement or misunderstanding or not understanding what the other person is saying. Yeah. It just turned into a big mess. And so the talk went on hiatus for a few days and they extended that. And Sharon Osbourne is convinced that CBS is going to fire her as the network is investigating her behavior on the set, not just during this, but there are other people who have come forward and said that she has made racist comments. She's made comments to gay people. Um, so she's defending herself, saying that the claims against her are crap. She's, you know, in she says in situations like this, you're always going to get people who you've had disagreements with in the past mm-hmm. and people who've got access to grind who come out of the woodwork and they'll come out with their BS and that's it. Um, yeah. So the story is Sharon mixed it up with, um, Cheryl Underwood, her co-host who asked, she basically asked Sharon, like, how can you defend Piers Morgan for the things that he said about Meghan Markle? And Sharon said, well, tell me what he said that was racist. Mm -hmm. Like, tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now Sharon believes they're just going to use her as a sacrificial lamb and fire her. Um, And she calls it revenge from bitter people. Okay, so I got feelings. Mm -hmm. Uh, First off, like I'm not I'm not for cancel culture, Mm -hmm. but I am for accountability. Mm -hmm. And uh, watching that interview, Sharon, you were wrong. You sounded Mm -hmm. aggressive. You sounded uh, overly defensive. Overly defensive. And I get it. Like we have, I think we've all come across, especially because we, you know, work in this industry. Of somebody who we've have great interactions with having, you know, uh, having a different side of them that we don't see. And and I think that the way that she was talking to her was was not great. And I think that. Yeah. And her also it's a, she's got this big ego. I'm the sacrificial lamb. You know what? You need to stop that. Right. And say, say yeah. hey, I'm sorry. She's like, making herself the victim. And it's like, stop. Exactly. Stop. Yeah, like, you're not the victim here. <laughs> no. And it's like also there. 
just say you want to do better and actually mean it. I'm so sick of these half apologies of, oh, but you can't, you know, you're going to do it. It's like, dude, we've, if you've been on air long enough, you regret things you said. I regret something I said two minutes ago. Like, right. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, why Me don't, too. why don't you want to grow? Why is everybody anti-growing? I don't know. And I, I, you know, I've actually had a discussion with friends, acquaintances where there's always a, yeah, but, yeah, but, or I'm not this. And I, I will give an example of something and go, do you realize that that is racist? Yeah. Like what, you know, I'll give an example of something like driving through a neighborhood. And yeah. if you see a person of color, you know, a young person of color on the corner yeah. chatting with his friends, and then you go down a little, long, you know, more down the block and you see something else that, and if you think you're in a bad neighborhood, yeah, because you're seeing people of color on a street that isn't, um, that's modest. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Well, no, I get exactly what you're saying. If you were to that's switch racism. that up. That is racism. And that thought is a racist thought. Absolutely. And what's wild is if you just have to think, well, what if that neighborhood where were white people and there were nice houses? You'd say, this is a great neighborhood. Look at the community. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, you're right. And I don't understand why you, you don't want to grow and you don't want to learn and you don't want to hear people out. That's the problem. Right it's, there, not listening. That, yeah. Yep, that last part, yep. I absolutely think that there are thoughts that I had, you know, growing up that where I'm like, oh, that's that's more, even simple things in, in, a, in bigger extents and smaller extents where you're like, no, I, I don't like that. And that's how, you know, this or that was raised. But it's like, want to do better mm-hmm. and want to hear people out because- She's coming from a place of I'm already uh, attacked and I'm a, it's like no, you're not going to learn anything if you come in with anything with an ego. Right. And Cheryl Underwood, who is a black woman, mm-hmm. is trying to talk to her about it. And instead of just going on the defensive, yeah. because you're not part of that community that's been marginalized in, in so many ways. All you have to do is listen and say, OK, I'm listening. It was wild because she actually, Underwood actually wanted to help her during that segment. I thought so, too. I thought she was trying to, like, get her out of it. Me, too. And I think she was, you know, saying, here's a life raft. And Sharon said, I'm going to keep kicking. Right. I'm going to keep kicking down. And I, yeah, that was. And it all came from the, a tweet that Sharon Osborne put out that said, Piers Morgan, I stand with you 100%. Yeah. Maybe think before you you tweet because the perception is going to be that you're supporting someone who's being I, I, racist. I think there are people in my life that I know so well I don't stand with anybody 100%. <laughs> like, I know. I mean at the end of the day that's like absolutely like this is a friend of yours that right. you know randomly and like maybe on a superficial level and it's like that is a wild statement. Right. I don't even stand with me all the time. Like <laughs> What are you talking about? You stand with somebody a hundred percent. Like I know. And what? Why did you need to do that? Why? Wait, and that's that ego. That is that ego. And mm-hmm. it's like that is going to get you every time. Luckily, I agree. I have such bad self worth. No ego here. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that take. No um, are you following the Army Hammer stuff? I mean, I am. That's now. That's a whole new level of rough. Oh, geez, this guy has issues and the latest story is he's being 
investigated by the LAPD for another sexual assault. Um, This anonymous woman who first made allegations about him on social media came forward um, in a press conference yesterday beside her attorney, Gloria Allred, Mm -hmm. who we all know, um, said that it's really bad. She said that on April 24th of 2017, Army Hammer violently raped her for over four hours in Los Angeles um, and, and just did some really violent things to her, bruised her face. He committed other acts of violence uh, that she didn't consent. The woman's name is Effie, which is interesting to me because um, remember he was putting out those outrageous videos of himself and they were coming from an Instagram account called the house of Effie. Oh yeah. That, yeah. Yes. And this woman's name is Effie. She ran that. Yes. So I read that, that she, she ran that account. She interesting. had, it was like a lifestyle um, brand thing. I read somewhere, Weird. but I know it's terrible. And they had this four-year affair, and she's saying, no, it wasn't consensual. His lawyer is saying anything that he has ever done with anybody uh, sexually has been, you know, two consenting adults. So he, I don't think, first of all, if he doesn't end up in prison, I don't think this guy's ever going to work again. No, and I think that... I, what we've learned is that usually this is the tip of the iceberg. We're going to have more. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's one thing when one person says something. It's another thing when two, three, four, yeah. five, you know, say something. And this guy, yeah, this guy, obviously, I mean, he traveled a lot. There's going to be more stuff. There's going to be more trails. And I oh, just, oh, it's his just story horrifying. is terrifying. It really is. And I um, said this the other day on the show, but there's an expose in Vanity Fair on him and his whole family. Yeah. And their history. It's really an interesting read. It's not and great. Their past is not great. Not great at all. Mm-mm. Anyway, we went real dark and I'm real sorry for that. It's okay. <laughs> you know, it's okay. We're just going to drink some coffee. Yep, yep. Stir it up a little. Yep. We'll, uh, you know, we'll take a little break. We'll come back. We've got some stories that um, just, you know, made my day today. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll play we're some gonna, music, too. That's yeah, what yeah, that'll get us. Yeah, you're yeah. damn right. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come right back with the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show without Steve up next on my talk. Final stretch. Woo! What was Donna you, and Steve show? Donna, what would you pick out of all those things? Um, oh, I would take the on um, the fifty ten thousand dollars shopping, shopping spree at Rosedale. Yeah. Oh, that's, I, mean, I literally every time that you guys mention that, all I do is imagine like me running around, <laughs> right? Like, what else can I buy? I, it would be so fun. That would be I'd nice. Like the earrings too. There was a. I was going to say those yeah. diamond stud earrings that I didn't mention, and they also have that Disney. All paid oh, God, family that's trip. Amazing. That would be fun too. Or how cool would I look rolling in with an ATV? <laughs> <laughs> you would. I would expect nothing less. I'd whip my helmet off. <laughs> Regret it because I live so far away. <laughs> <laughs> you strike me as someone who does everything. Like you go skiing. I you... I don't fear death. Let's just say that. Oh, that's good. I mean, I you know what I mean? Like I think that there's something about like what you'll do things where you're like, oh. I have an optimistic point of view is what I want to say. Like, I'm like, this will end well. Does right. it always? No. 
But I have not learned that enough to like, uh, you know, put that that's into effect. That's good. That's good. Give it like 10 years. I, I hope You'll so. be like, that's very dangerous. Not going to do that. I mean, I feel like even today, like if I roll my ankle, I'm like, oh no, how long am I going to be down for? You know right. what I mean? Like, so I don't know why. Like, there's no proof behind my theory, but I love it though. I Thanks. do. Uh, how do you guys feel about using emojis at work now? There's a story today. Well, this is funny because you're, you planted the, the thought in my head. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, I have no, I'm really bad with boundaries, so I'm fine with it. (laughs) I I always second guess, like if I put a smiley after sending an email to like Dan Seaman, our big boss. Yeah. I'll be like, I'm Bradley trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called blinded by the item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Idiot! Okay, that... What did you... <laughs> I hate myself. It's like the hug hug emoji or something. (laughs) Or when you find out later you didn't know something meant something. Like, um, you know, we learned on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City that the thumbs up is kind of like a... Pervert? Oh. No, like... Why? It's like a passive-aggressive, like, you know what? It means okay. Yeah, exactly. I hear ya. Yeah. Oh, that's embarrassing. My mm -hmm. mom gives me the thumbs up all the time. I mean, I use them, especially in mass and on Zoom, so I don't have to unmute. I use thumbs up aggressively. Me too. (laughs) Aggressively. Totally. Shoot. I didn't know that. um, Maybe it's just a Utah thing. Yeah, maybe. I let's hope because I don't. I don't want people to know think that that's what I am saying. It was so funny during the break. Julia texted me. She said she was very nice. She said, you're killing it. And I go, oh, you're so sweet. I go, it's so epic being here. It's just a blast. And then she wrote the word emoji. (laughs) Just the word. word. Like she wrote it out. E-M-O-J-I. Emoji. So I guess it's like a choose your own adventure is what <laughs> Grant was saying. Like, we can kind of, I, that's, that feels right, like a power I'm, move. I'm going to say she sent the eggplant emoji. Oh, I hope. What do you think? I, I like, yeah, I'm done with that. I'm going with the uh, sweating emoji just because this is awkward with the plant, the eggplant emoji. Oh, yeah, right? I think, now I'm that, here for you. that might be the new power move. Like, that, that could be the move. I like that. Just emoji. Emoji. You Did she put out. a period at the end of it? Because then that means it's an angry one. No, it was open-ended. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it All was right. open-ended. I just never get the rules on texting. Like, there was a time when it was perfectly acceptable to not use... Um, punctuation and you could yeah. do it in all lowercase letters and then one day somebody changed the rules and didn't tell me Yeah, you know and I used a period after okay and I get a uh, text back why so angry I'm like what are you Ooh. talking about I said okay well you used a period I'm like really how long is this going to go on mm-hmm. the rules are going to it's very fluid situation I guess I think 90% of my texts, and this won't be that shocking for the amount you guys have met me, are exclamation points. Oh, me too. Oh, me too. I love a good exclamation I point. Use, I overuse <laughs> it way too much. Like, And they keep telling you, if you're emailing people, 
don't use it. You sound psychotic. I can't help myself. <laughs> I, know, I can't either. Well, I can't how, contain that excitement. How else do you show? Like, that's why I'm a fan of picking up the phone because when someone says, hey, I've got good news, I'm like, yes, tell me that good news. Yeah, but don't if I be just, calling me. I don't want to hear from you. Isn't that wild? I, 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 Julia, I hate to call you out again. Um, I texted her. I, I said, I was like, I'm really nervous about tomorrow. She what? called me. I was nervous. I was so nervous because I, I don't know. You, you just, I was what? so excited and I hadn't been on air with you. So I was so nervous. And Aww. I texted her, Hey, I'm nervous. And Julia called me and I was like, How dare she? I Love feel you. so vulnerable right now. Like, I like put on like a, like a robe. I was in my pajamas. I was like, She's calling. Oh, I better so, put a robe on. So would you rather have her give you like the hug emoji and that means I'm here for you? Or would you rather have her call and be like, Hey, you're going to be awesome. You're going to do great. And I'm just here for you. All I wanted her to say was, Even if you are terrible, we'll still have you on the Lord. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, that's all I wanted her to say is that, like, listen. What kind it, of advice did she give you, though? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. It was actually amazing. <laughs> <laughs> she said amazing things about you and she goes and who cares anyways no one's listening at that time <laughs> I'm totally kidding oh. crickets okay we both oh. we both know that's not true but it was so oh. funny <laughs> oh she's pulling her phone out mm-hmm. she's Here pulling we her phone oh, out all the times that I have stood up for her <laughs> And she goes and says that them is fighting words. Okay, good. Oh, good. Really? I'm yeah. glad that like we had such a great show, and I'm ending on like a note that's like, mm, oh, hey, it's not you. It's not you. By the way, <laughs> here is a line in the sand. Jeez. Anyway, no, really, sh- what would you be nervous about? Like, if you listen to us, we're like idiots. Yeah, we goof around all the time. No, you guys are sincerely lovely and i listen because this is actually when i drive to school so it's like i absolutely listen and i knew it was going to be fine but you know like something new like mm-hmm. i i'm not gonna lie you guys i tried yeah. on like four different outfits last night i thought about it <laughs> like there was more thought and i also worried because the day prior i wore a bra all day and i was like can i do this two days in a row that oh seems like a God. lot i love it we we have a call from a uh a oh. friend of ours. Oh no! Oh, okay. Let's let's talk to her oh, real no. quick. How you doing, Julia? Okay, I'm just calling. I'm calling to defend myself. Donna, it was a joke. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I believe you. You even said, "I go." Can I say that on air? And you said, "Yes, you okay. can." Okay. All right. I, I, I totally did because you know I'm kidding you. But she was so nervous, and I said, "There's no one nicer than Donna." You got Aww. it. She so said- you guys have been killing it anyway. I just that your awkward silence made me feel so uncomfortable driving in my car. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Julia, me too. We even thought we go that'll be funny. She'll think that's funny. We talked about it. and I was like, okay, because I don't ever want to seem like we literally talked about it. like that's how much me and Julia have terrible work boundaries. Like we uh-huh. talked about it. And no, it's funny. Oh, it's God. funny. And and then it was like when she had that awkward silence. I wanted to disappear inside my own body. I was like, I hope she knows we're kidding. <laughs> I know, and I'm in the car, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, stop. <laughs> All, right. All right. I believe it. I'll be quiet. You know you know I'm kidding, but you guys have been so great today. Have a great weekend. Oh, bye. thanks, Jules. Bye. Okay. Okay, bye. Oh, she's so cute. I love her All such right. a violent amount. She's so great. I love her. Um, such a violent amount. It's so funny. Cause we literally, it's so it's so embarrassing because as women, I was like, oh, I don't want to say that and make you seem mean. And she goes, no, it'll be funny. Say it. She'll think it's funny. And then I was like, okay. Like, I wasn't going to, you know, whatever. You know, it comes it's up. the equivalent of like a text with a period at the end it of really the sentence. Was. I'm like, I didn't know there was an exclamation point and not a period. 
Like, I mean, no. <laughs> Violently <laughs> love. I love how you oh, use, use oh that. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Her and, yeah, that's it's just so funny. It's just like such like that woman atmosphere where I'm like, can I say that? She's like, yeah, we funny. Like we, you know, like a shirt and it was just so, it's funny. I'm just messing with you really. Do I have time to get to my story about the guy who's selling his flatulence for $85? You're so fully committed now. Like, I mean, is there much more to what kind of jar? Do you know? It's, I don't even, it's not in a jar. It's an NFT. Those non fungible tokens. (laughs) We have a clip of him talking about it. Here's what he said. As any red blooded American, I'm, if there's an opportunity, I want to seize it. And if there's an opportunity to get rich off farts, I'd be crazy (laughs) not to jump on that. At the same time, I can't help but revel in the fact that somebody might pay actual money for not even a fart the idea of a fart because these nfts aren't farts they're just digital alphanumeric strings that represent ownership it's like buying a certificate that says one fart if i were to try and sell a piece of paper that said fart people would very likely call it ridiculous but now in the context of nfts people are dying to buy these things that aren't pieces of art themselves they're just signifiers it's like a provenance it doesn't actually contain it so i can just click a few buttons and say this fart is for sale and somebody can buy it we almost didn't play that audio (laughs) yes i know they're doing this now with baseball cards actually they're making digital baseball cards it's you don't even hold the physical card that's you're acting like that's weirder than this fart thing (laughs) you're adding adding that to this you're right that is weird that he's selling non-selling farts no but it's an idea of a fart (laughs) scam (laughs) what who's gonna buy this scam you know what? They do say that ideas are more powerful than anything. We're talking ideas. about it. Ideas start revolutions. And so if the idea of a fart <laughs> is out there in the world, I think that could be quite powerful. I love this guy. I quite love him. potent. He's a 36-year-old <laughs> movie director in Brooklyn, New York. Genius. I don't get it. I don't get Bitcoin. I don't get any of it. Oh. Can when, we just go back to being normal? And when people try to explain <laughs> to me Bitcoin... It's like I black out. I don't know. <laughs> I like wake up like an hour later and I'm just like, I. it's so bad. Oh. oh my God, Brittany, you're the best. You're the best we guy. Love, Thank you guys so you, much. Thank you. you guys, this is just, I literally am smiling. It hurts. Oh so my much. gosh. You're going to come back I'm next uh, next month, actually, for a whole week. Because they let me in the building. Yay, Brittany. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the tweets and the emails and the yada yadas. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Have a a good week, and we'll see you back here Monday.